This is The Insecurity Project. If you are looking to solve the insecurity problem in your life, rather than just manage it, mask it or medicate it, you have come to the right place. This is the home of high-quality content and conversations about how to overcome insecurity. If you can do that, it's not just good for you, it's not just good for your friends and family, it's good for the world, so it's kind of important. There's some work to do here, but let's go do this work together. Now on to today's show. Hello, good people. It's 10-minute Tuesday time. Now, practice does not make perfect. Practice makes permanent. This is a really important idea when it comes to overcoming insecurity because when people kind of get the idea that insecurity is costing them, it's an annoying thing that's limiting them, it's something unpleasant, it's creating pain, chaos, leading to madness, you know, all of which is natural to notice. Or it's not hard to see that. I think the natural response is to go, cool, well, I'm going to try and change this. So that, that's the first natural response. It's logical. We're always trying to bring, bring peace and comfort to ourselves. We're doing the best we know how. So the natural tendency is to move toward improvement, towards a better deal. So most people go, cool, well, then I'm going to try and change this. And so they try and change it, but they don't know how or they think they know how and they go hard at practising something that doesn't actually get them the results and so then they have a bad experience, become disappointed and frustrated and then give up or, or change their opinion about whether or not it's possible and then go back to uh, this is just something that you manage. And, and they're back to where they started, if not worse, because now there's a sense of hopelessness and stuckness about the problem. So, you know, I think there's a window of opportunity that comes around change and it's, it's really important to seize the opportunity while it's there because it doesn't last forever. So, you know, you might have heard me talk about before the fact that there's a, there's a kind of midlife opportunity for transformation that exists. I, I say kind of the 35 to 45 window as a generalisation, but, you know, thankfully it's a bell curve, which means there's, there's room for outliers who are younger and who are older. Now, but the point is it's likely that you and I are ready to do most of our change work midlife, simply because we're ready to be wrong about a bunch of stuff. So the things we have been practising haven't been working, and so we go, Okay, time for a different approach. So you don't get too many shots at a different approach. Um, and that's the, the importance of a very clear framework around this. That's my intention is to say just trying stuff, just doing stuff, just your intention to change this and, and going over and over it is not enough because practice does not make perfect. It makes permanent. Whatever you practice is reinforced, whether, you, whether it's the right thing or not. I'll never forget my first paid golf lesson. I enjoy golf. I, I enjoy all sport, really. Um, love hitting a golf ball. Not very good at it, but thought I'm, I, I think I'd like to improve my game. So I went and paid for some lessons. And day one, coach says, look, what are you hoping to achieve? I just said, I just need to hit it hard and long and far all the time. He says, well, you won't be doing that for some time. I'm going to break you down, boy. I'm going to deconstruct you. You will not be hitting the ball a long way um, until we deconstruct this and put it back together again, which was not what I was looking for, but I kind of understood the point of it. Um, and he says, before we start, just have a look at this guy over here on the fairway beside us, um, hitting balls, swearing, throwing clubs. Uh, he said, this guy's come, you know, once or twice a week, every week for the last 10 years. And never once has he paid for a lesson. He just practices his bad habits. And he's getting really good at them. 
<laughs> and I've, I've never forgot that because I thought, yeah, that that is that is madness. But we're all guilty of it in certain areas of our life. We think practice makes perfect, but it doesn't. It just makes permanent. You got to practice the right thing. It's not just practicing anything. And in the absence of a clear framework and submitting to instruction, we're going to practice stuff that just further embeds us in our dysfunction. So really, really important to understand how this works. And it's kind of the idea of inertia. Uh, the, the technical term from physics about inertia is that an object will remain in a state of motion unless acted on by an external force. So things stay the way they are unless something changes. And practice isn't the thing that changes it. It's doing something different that changes things. Uh, you know, we have neural pathways that are like ruts, you know, that a, that a bike tyre would go in. Um, they are the, the erosion path, the path that just keeps being reinforced. It happens in our brain. We're sense-making creatures. We tell stories, we form opinions, and then our, then our brain gathers evidence to prove that that's true. And then it always go, we always go down that same path. So the neural pathways, the shortcuts that our brain builds, are reinforced daily. So it takes some it takes some effort to break the inertia of those things, and some some really clear effort early on. That's why when I coach people, the first part of the coaching is always a deep dive. There's a lot of energy required at the beginning of the coaching process to go. Okay, um, you've got to break out of these ruts and and practice something very very different for you to get lasting change here. Because your tendency will be to practice the things that you're already practicing, telling yourself you're getting there, you're making change, you're seeing progress. Progress when the moment you you know you get tired or stressed, you just go back to the neural pathway that you've always been in. Um, so, so the big question is then what, what are we practicing? If, if practice doesn't make perfect, it makes permanent. What are the key things to practice? So obviously there's a, there's a lot of moving parts in this and there's a, there's a bunch of key ideas around solving insecurity. But I would say um, if, if I could just give you the big picture and the course correction idea that's been most useful for me and certainly for the people that I watch really solve this problem for good, they get good at practising this, this one idea. Um, and that idea is, is story, state, strategy rather than strategy, state, story. It's in, it's in my book. If you haven't got a copy of that book, um, still still available for free plus postage, unhindered.com. Um, people who've already read it and are loving it, thanks for your feedback. It's super exciting to know that's making such a difference. and. Um, that it is, it is a valuable contribution. So that's fun. You can get on as an audio version too if you haven't got that. Um, so I explain this concept at length in there and I have covered it once before on a 10-minute Tuesday. Um, but the idea is most people live strategy state story. They get up and they do, they do first. They operate from a place of what, what needs to get done based on whatever state they find themselves in without an awareness of the story that's governing the whole operation. So therefore they are stuck in the rut. And no matter how hard they force through strategy or state, it's the story that pulls them back to that rut. It's, it's the governing principle, it's the lid. So to make lasting change, a thing that requires your constant attention early on especially, and then once you break free, it's the thing you align yourself to every day, it's the idea of starting with story. Don't start with strategy. Don't jump into the do. Don't even jump into managing your state. It's, the, it's the, the identity piece. That's where you start. Who am I? 
and what am I doing here? What is my value and worth? What do I believe? Where am I taking this thing? It's, it's the big questions, the storytelling questions. And when you kind of realise that you're not the actor in the story, you're the storyteller, you realise that is your most important work. And it's, and it's work to do every day and align yourself to a beautiful and compelling story and realising that the people who succeed in life just tell better stories than those who don't. So starting with story, that is my number one priority. Laps around my water tank, aligning myself to who I am, seeing it in my mind, speaking it out until I can feel it and I'm there and it's true for me and I'm aligned. That's the stuff that, that, that's transformative. That's the stuff that's creating a new future for me. Start with story, then prime my state. Uh, rituals that give me life and then after aligning myself to a beautiful story having primed my state then i go do work from there because you know doing always flows from being whether you're aware of that or not so when people just rush to strategy first they are doing out of a being anyway it's just that the being is an insecurity being not a security being so it's capped it's limited it's compromised so the, the real importance, if you're going to pay attention to lasting change, it is storytelling work. That is the stuff that is requiring all your attention, all your energy, all your effort. That is what you need to break the inertia of your current, your current um, existence, your current experience. And I think you need some help to do that early on, and that's why Practice 5 makes the list of, of essential practices. Get help from someone who doesn't care. So finding someone who can help you break that inertia and do that storytelling piece. So I hope that's useful. Um, now, uh, my good mate Bryce Holdaway has been on to me for some time to make a summary of all past 10-minute Tuesday episodes. Um, so Catherine and I have been working on that in the last couple of weeks. So it's almost done. So that'll be ready in the next couple of days. So, uh, you know, I think there's so much content in these 10-minute Tuesdays that is useful for doing this storytelling piece. So... Um, to go back and listen to past episodes will be useful. But, it, you know, if you're time poor and you just would like a summary of the key ideas from all the past 10-minute Tuesday episodes and an index of what number is what title and where you can find information, um, just reach out. Just, just email me personally, jamin at jaminfraser.com, J-A-E-M-I-N at J-A-E-M-I-N-F-R-A-Z-E-R.com, and I'll send you that personally, that document, so you can, you've got that resource and can practice the stuff that's going to break you free rather than continuing to practice your dysfunction. So I uh, hope that's really useful. Look forward to speaking to you again next week. You've been listening to The Insecurity Project. The aim of the game is to show up to life unhindered by doubt, fear and insecurity so that you can be at your best where it matters most. Now, if you're ready to begin the work of becoming unhindered in your life, the Unhindered Short Course is an eight-part video series designed to help you do exactly that. And at only $99 for a limited time, it's an offer too good to refuse. For more information, go to theinsecurityproject.com.